Lou Elizondo may be the most significant U.S. official to ever claim the UFO phenomenon is real. For two decades, he served as a counterintelligence officer for the Department of Defense. Lou is, in many ways, an enigma. Here was a guy who had spent decades, really, in the intelligence community. Whether it was the Taliban, or it was Al-Qaeda, or it was ISIS, or it was Guantanamo Bay, he had to deal with all of it. In 2009, Elizondo took over the $22 million Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or ATIP, that investigated encounters between UFOs and the U.S. military. The truth is out there in the new six-part series from the History Channel, Unidentified, Inside America's UFO Investigations, we find the truth about UFOs. And joining me right now is host Louis Elizondo, former special agent in charge. Good morning, Louis. Greetings, Jeff. Well, Louis, being from Las Vegas, you know, we're just saturated in history with UFOs around here, from Area 51 to Rachel, Nevada, and the extraterrestrial highway. So I'm really excited about talking about UFOs with you today, because, you know, I grew up my whole life hearing about it. But this series is more of a nonfiction approach. Well, Jeff, you're, you're absolutely correct. This is definitely a nonfiction approach, and it's, it's all the way throughout the entire series. One thing that the viewer may or may not notice is that when you look at the producers and even looking at the cameramen uh, that are behind Unidentified, uh, these folks are hardened investigative journalists. This is not a show for entertainment purposes. Although it, it, it may be entertaining, that was not the intent. Uh, this is done as these folks have done before, doing really deep investigations into the dark underbelly of mankind. So a lot of these folks have experience investigating black market and organized crime in, in Europe. Uh, some of the cameramen are actually individuals that have been in war zones uh, photographing uh, firefights and, and U.S. troops in danger. So the entire approach to this show is fundamentally different than something that you would normally see about this topic. And by the way, everybody we talk to are either law enforcement, military, or intelligence personnel. These, these, every one of these folks are, are trained observers. This isn't grandma saw some lights in the backyard. Now, while producing this series, did you have the cooperation of the U.S. government, or is this something they would not rather get involved with? Well, I, I can't speak on behalf of the government, I'm, and I'm not dodging the question, but since I'm no longer in the U.S. government, I, I really can't answer on, on their behalf. But what I can tell you is that there are elements within the U.S. government that are very, very supportive of trying to figure out what this, this enigma is, particularly from a national security perspective. When you have these, these, these incursions of these craft coming in and around sensitive military facilities and, 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 and assets and equities, there's this desire to try to figure out what these are. Keeping in mind, if these were Russian aircraft with a Russian tail number or a star, we'd scramble fighter jets to go intercept. Yet these things are coming into our airspace. They don't have tail numbers. In fact, they don't even have tails, wings, or an engine. And nobody wants to do anything about it. So I, I, think, I think that conversation is beginning to shift and, and there are elements in the government that are leaning forward to actually try to do something. It could be confusing at times because the U.S. government could feed into the frenzy of UFOs existence, just the mass, the, the technology they're developing, you know, like the stealth bomber or some new weapons. They would love to say, yeah, it's UFOs. It's not really these new weapons. Well, it's a great question. It, at the end of the day, it very well could be. It could be that we've been technologically leapfrogged by a foreign adversary and we never knew it, which is, again, another valid reason why we need to figure these things out. At the end of the day, my program in ATIP uh, was really to focus in on what was it and how does it work. 
The other questions such as who's behind the wheel and what are their intentions, we, we didn't focus on that. We figured we'd leave, leave that to some smarter folks to figure out. So for this six-part series, Lewis, what was the most challenging episode? Well, I, I think all of them are, are unique and all of them had their challenges. But I think what the viewer might appreciate most, um, beginning from the first episode, it kind of takes you through the process of one of the very first real significant events involving the USS Nimitz in 2004. But from there, the, the, the trajectory of the show just gets increasingly interesting. And I think by the time you get to the last episode, number six, I think, I think the audience is going to be very, very surprised uh, just how much information we obtained. Now, in this series, do you talk about Operation Blue Book? That's, that was the, the government program that was officially opened to investigate UFOs. But I hear it's closed now. Any, any comment on that? Well, I, that's a little before my time. And truthfully, I, I, I wouldn't feel right providing an opinion on something that I really wasn't part of. I suspect there may be multiple reasons why. Uh, it could be something uh, as simple as we just didn't have the technology at the time to really track these things with the fidelity that we can now. Or it may be that stigma and taboo, which is something that we face even today on this topic, um, was, just, was, was just too much. Nobody wanted to have the conversation about something. If, if you don't know what it is and you don't know how it works and there's frankly nothing you can do about it, it's not much of a conversation, I guess. Well, being from Las Vegas, you know, Area 51 is really close by and the history and the legends that come out of that Air Force base, even the denial even exists. Anything mentioned in your series about Area 51? Um, there's references to it. Um, I can't talk too much about Eric. I still have a non-disclosure agreement with the U.S. government, so please forgive me. I just, uh, I, have to, um, I have to mind my P's and Q's when it comes to certain things. We trust the American people to know that there are certain countries that have nuclear warheads pointed at New York and Los Angeles that could wipe out millions of people in an instant. And yet, we don't trust the American people to know that there's something in our airspace that we don't know what it is. There's a lot more I don't know than I do know, but that's okay. That's why we have to continue to seek to find the answers and collect the data, because ultimately the data will speak for itself. And how supportive has the History Channel been in creating this series? Monumentally. Um, I think the approach, you know, there's a difference between a reality show and a show about reality. And I think it's going to be very obvious to, to your viewers. This is a show about reality. There's no retakes. There's no scripts. This is raw. And what you see is what you get. Well, congratulations on the new series, Lewis. I, this is a subject matter that fascinates me. Also, one of my good friends that lives here in Las Vegas is Colonel John Alexander. Are you familiar with him? Absolutely. He's a legend, sure. He's an amazing human being and a patriot. Well, thank you again, Lewis, and good luck with the series. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. For more reviews and interviews, you can surf on over to my website at VegasFilmCritic.com. Check me out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give me a thumbs up, comment below, and subscribe. I'm Jeffrey K. Howard in Las Vegas. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time.